December 6th, 1998. The top film, A Bug's Life, answered the question, what if Ants, released a few weeks earlier, had less Woody Allen and more Kevin Spacey? At least things were better in music, where the top song was I'm Your Angel by Celine Dion and, Jesus Christ, R. Kelly. In Venezuela, Hugo Chavez was elected president, which is, according to your misinformed family member, an apples-to-apples comparison to the rise of Bernie Sanders. Meanwhile, in London, England, X-Pac challenged The Rock for the WWF Championship at Capital Carnage. Let's talk about tea time. This is Hell in a Cell Phone. Welcome to another episode of Hell in a Cell Phone, the podcast where we attempt to make sense of the Attitude Era of WWE 20 years later. I'm Aaron Benoit. Here always to fill in the blanks, we've got Bobby Hankinson. Hello. And seeing it all for the first time, Eric Silver. Happy to be on the podcast with episodes that are the same length as a scuba dive that you do down in the Caribbean. Is that how long you scuba dive for? I think it takes about, an. you you could do a, a dive in about an hour, hour and a half. Could you listen to a podcast while you scuba dive? Uh, probably not. You, yeah, you're. In fact, you probably would severely damage your eardrums if you did, because really? you have to be able to like, yeah, to be able to, um, to you know, pop your ears as you're going down. Otherwise, the pressure will build up and you will hurt your inner ear. All right. Um, don't they have like the masks that have like the uh, the the walkie talkies built in so people can talk to each other? Could they just pump in our podcast into that? <laughs> All right, look, we, uh, if we're going to solve it here, let's do it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to look up what they do for underwater, uh, what is it, underwater welders. Look, I just want our listeners to be able to enjoy the podcast on vacation. Yeah, That's it's true. Ask. That's true. And I don't want to talk about Capital Carnage, 1998. Jesus, literally anything. Mm, yeah. So Capital Carnage was another one of these glorified house shows that happened over in England that the WWE Network, for some reason, puts on the same tier as everything else. Since we're going through, we do them anyway. Yeah, I guess. This one left me wanting. Hey, I got to see Paul Bearer get stuffed in a sewer in a recap. That was fun. Well, that was one of the weird things about this was that they spent so much time recapping a whole bunch of storylines that didn't have much bearing on anything that was going on on screen. Because this was a house show. Yeah. And, like, it's just a house show, plain and simple. Um, yeah. I did like the... I thought the opening was particularly lazy. <laughs> capital, 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 garden in London. And I was like, Bleh. I don't even remember it. It was just very like, um, it just felt very like Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I'm, I'm going to tell you this, dear viewers. I didn't pay a lot of attention as oh I was God. watching You know this. what? Yeah. That's all this means. I, I honestly, on... I wanted to talk about High Fidelity, the TV show. So. Ooh, I haven't watched that yet. Okay. <laughs> um, well, no. So do you think they called it Capital Carnage because like in England, like when, when you say something is capital, it means it's great? Yeah. Like, oh, that's capital. Or is it because London oh, no. is the capital of England? I think it's London because London is the capital. Maybe it's both. Really works on a lot of levels. Yeah. Did they have anyone British like on their team at well, this point? Stephen Regal was supposed to be. Uh, right. He was supposed to have won the European Championship on this, but at this point, he is now in rehab. Okay. So he was about to. The the, the big like feel good um, hometown moment was going to be Regal getting the European Championship from X Pac, I believe. 
I was wondering about that because I was like, man, are they going to bring back like the bulldog? Because like, who bulldog. else is gonna? Is bulldog dead at this point? No, yeah. but he was. I think WCW at this point. Yeah. yeah. Might as well be dead. <laughs> dead to me. And speaking of Jr. Is dead? No, dead. not dead. Jr. learns moments before the when Susie lands in London that his mother has passed away. Mm. But Jr. is a fucking like born like born and bred, died in the wool wrestling business dude, and is like the show must go on and go on it does till the end of the night, and we will get to that. Oh, is that why the so, all? Okay. I didn't even know the part about his mother, so Yeah, yeah, that's 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 uh that contributed to the stress. Uh okay. so we'll get there later in the evening. But yeah, this is not one of JR's favorite nights, I'm sure. Well, just to let you all know, uh luckily we got to uh miss a Draws versus Mosh match that started this pay per view. How? What? It was Draws had two matches? Huh? God. That and we didn't sucks. start and that didn't start World War Three? <laughs> The UK was like, that's it, it's on. Fuck and then the guys. seventh seal was opened, <laughs> and it was another draws match. It feels a lot smaller scale than one night only. I can't tell you. I didn't really notice it until later in the night. I really noticed it with X-Pac. The ramp is so tiny. It looks like a Hot Wheels ramp. It's so <laughs> fucking funny. Anytime you got a shot of these enormous wrestlers walking up, it made X-Pac look like Andre the Giant. It was so so funny to me but then we start the night with al snow versus gangrel and the question for me is who's the crazy one here us <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean us are being very invested in both of them <laughs> I, I don't, yeah i mean like al snow is definitely the face like sure he's the head ah, ah. Um, i i had a note that gangrel's entrance uh felt a little bit like when Teen Wolf walks through the hallways as a wolf and he's like high fiving everybody. <laughs> like he was strutting with his like fangs out, like, hey guys, I'm here. Let's do this. And I was like, yeah, there we go. Um, they really, really went out of their way to say he's not a vampire. <laughs> he is the cult like leader of a gothic group. The brood. I'm like, I'm. Why can't you just call him a fucking vampire? Well, I don't know. Maybe it's like so. Uh, the old Ninja Turtles cartoons. They had to heavily edit them because you couldn't show nunchucks in England. Maybe vampires are illegal in England. Wait, too. you couldn't show nunchucks. You can't in show England. nunchucks in England. But you can show a katana. Yes. What's wrong? Why? Why not nunchucks? I don't know. I'm I wonder sure if that's a racial epithet racism. there. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also love that important the gang girl is twenty nine. I'm like twenty nine hundred years. <laughs> Listen, he... he went to college. He played football. He became a vampire after. Well, that's why he's a young so twenty nine. <laughs> Shares like we played football. We played uh, toss the pigskin around. <laughs> um, this this I don't know. There wasn't a lot to bite into. Huh? No uh, pun intended. But um, I, it really made me remember that. Al Snow's music is really good. Yeah. I really like it. It's just like, I love it. It's so much fun. It's like the best part. It's like the best music you could have gotten out of 1998 for a wrestler. You know what I mean? It's like a little um, Chemical Brothers. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, yeah. like And and, and especially when you have those, like the clip, like the the audio clips of him going like, what does everyone want? want? Mm. Yeah. It's great. Uh, They refer to the brood as Gangrel's gang. And I wanted to call them the gang gang. (laughs) 
The Rel Gang. Um, <laughs> all right, here's something I noticed that I don't know. Um, you know the arm twist? Yeah. Sure. It's, it's like the, like, uh-huh. you know, they, they rotate it around or whatever. This, it felt like they did a little bit more than I've seen in the past. And I was like, wow, I haven't seen the arm twist since, like, the Hogan days. And I was wondering, has that, like, is it, is it, it seems like it's a, a real old school kind of move. And yeah, I feel and like they are, moved away from it. While these are two young, relatively young guys, um, they're both, like, very seasoned. Yeah. No one else know. And so, like, I can see them having, like, an appreciation for the, the classics a bit more than others. Does England, like, have a history for appreciating it as well, a movie? I mean, like, I, I don't, I cannot say with authority, but I would say based on context clues and, like, observation of what the, like, someone like Pete Dunne and, like, British Strong Style looks like, if that was relevant in 98, which I'd assume it was, then I guess that argument could be made that they were playing up to the, that, the crowd taste, the local flavor. Or maybe it was just their way of, like, like drawing out, like, vamping a little bit for the match. I don't know. They, didn't, get it, they like, didn't draw out very much because this is a short match. It's a lot yeah. of short matches. So maybe I, I guess I thought it was a good one though. I thought it was like a fun little sprint. I mean, do I think it was pay per view worthy? No, but um, as far as a TV match would be, it was a fun little. Yeah, it was fine. Fun yeah. little thing. Okay. Um, at one point, the commentators though did ask. Someone made a reference to Gangrel's teeth looking like Austin Powers before the surgery, and I was like, he didn't get surgery. But also, what? Well, we all know Austin Powers' famous vampire. That's what I mean. I'm like, the joke wasn't that he had vampire teeth. Right. He just had bad teeth. Yeah. I think they were just kind of like, they were. Like, it, they went for the, the lowest common denominator of bad teeth. You've got bad teeth. I don't think that the king knows the difference between um, British people and vampires. <laughs> I think he thinks those are the same thing. <laughs> Aren't they? I mean, if you think about it, most they of the both shy away from the sun. They're like fancy boys with accents. And yeah, like, yeah, London man. is known as Gotham. Is it? No, <laughs> not at all. You could have fooled me. Uh, I don't even remember who won this. I think it was Elsa. It was a draw, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I know everyone was cheating again. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, shenanigans and chicanery in this pay per view. I think it was Elsa. I don't remember. For and what were the what was the purpose? We don't know. Al Snow had head, and then no, no, and then yeah, Edge Al Snow tra- Al Snow hit him with head, but then Edge or Christian hit him with a kick while the ref was turned around talking Edge. to the other one. Yes, and it, then it disqualification. No, it wasn't. It was Gangrel because uh, the ref was turned around. And oh, won. okay. Between the three of us, we could put together what happened in I hopefully most of these matches twice. Why? Uh, because I, I can catch everything, and clearly that wasn't enough times. <laughs> oh, God. Go watch again. We'll wait. <laughs> Two hours and 45 minutes for this bullshit. Jesus Christ. Well, not all bullshit, because we have Mankind in the coldest boiler room. This was a good one. I uh-huh. liked this promo. Yeah, it was fun. He's so smart. The Anne Boleyn reference the Anne was Boleyn, great. Yes, I, I clocked that. Mankind putting himself on the map. He wants to be on the tour map. Hmm. Why was it a cold boiler room? Like was is it was that was that a play on England in some way? Uh no, it probably was just cold in there. I don't know. Oh, all right. Listen, he he, he works. The material <laughs> is what he is whatever you give him. And then LOD two thousand versus the headbangers. Uh, no, in thanks. the recap, we apparently Hawk 
quote unquote fell behind the Titan Tron. Yeah, we're gonna talk some more about that next week in our deep dive episode. Oh, okay, cool. Um, along with some other things that are going on that you caught wind of, of on some of these promo packages, I'm sure. Got it. Um, I was more distracted by what is that whistling noise that was like throughout the entire pay per view? It's like that one uh, World Cup where the Vuvuzela like took over the world. Yeah, I, it must have been some soccer shit. <laughs> <laughs> Twas. We are we're still charting in Norway, and <laughs> I'm I've probably offended at least some of them. That or just one. Some soccer shit, but I don't know. We've watched soccer together before and enjoyed it. Yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> soccer has like two parties that I have some interest in watching. So you like the sport, but just like the the weird shit that people outside of America do with it. You know, I think when 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 something is uh, compelling and like you're like, oh, I wonder who will win this game. Uh-huh. You you don't focus as much on the crowd shit, and in this case, I was like, oh, what's the crowd got to say this time? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jesus Christ. Uh, if I, you know, you know what is not as impressive to me as the original lineup of LOD? The new lineup of LOD. <laughs> like, none of it. It's just, it's DOA. No, that they're already gone. <laughs> but they're gone, yeah. This was bad. I don't. This is like famously one of the worst After Era storylines. This whole like LOD draws bullshit. The only note I have for this is what is that whistling? Mm-hmm. It's the only note I managed for this entire match. You didn't miss anything. But basically, there's uh, tension in the ranks, miscommunication, draws trying to kind of steal the glory, steal the pin, loses the match. After the match, Animal and draws fall out, start throwing fists. Yeah, like, Animal just doesn't... I mean, at this point, you gotta wonder, is it you, Animal? Yeah. Right? Like, if everybody... All of your teammates happen to be a problem, I wonder, maybe you should look in the mirror. What do all those teammates have in common, huh? Yeah. Ask yourself. Take that finger, turn it back around. (laughs) Who's it pointing at? Isn't that from Sister Act 2? Yeah, I think when when Animal was trying... Wanted to sing in the (laughs) church choir. (laughs) And his mother was like, Well... (laughs) If we ever get paid the billions of dollars to fight each other on for the Patreon, I'm going to use some of that money to get Animal digitally inserted into Sister Act 2. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, first of all, that's not how stretch goals work. Uh, <laughs> you're not, like, you have to say, like, what, it, you know, like, we use the money directly for paying for our for our fighting each other for in the face. Yeah, for the prize money, for the purse. Right. Yeah, yeah, the winner's purse. But I guess you mean your 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 share of it will be. Right. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I can't. I can't dictate yet how you spend your money. We're working on the bylaws. <laughs> Eric's goal for this podcast is to find on me. <laughs> You're a little fucking pig, aren't you? I am. My wish list is in my bio. Oink, 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 oink. <laughs> oh man! All right, hey, Kane and Austin are hanging out together. Hey, let's watch this small TV. Yeah, what? again, so many recaps for this one. Uh, in King's stinky, smelly, slimy sewer. You get more S's in there. That wasn't even worth saying. This whole thing no. isn't worth watching. No. no. Wait, oh, can no. we talk about the Undertaker promo? Yes, we can. All I, could, I literally, all I 
see, all I hear is him going, eyebrow ring, eyebrow <laughs> ring, eyebrow ring, eyebrow <laughs> ring, and Capital Carnage, eyebrow ring, Austin, eyebrow ring. And that's the whole problem to me. I thought... <laughs> oh, no, this needs to be, be pulled apart. And... I, I thought the real scoop of this promo is that Michael Cole's a religious man. <laughs> Michael Cole, are you a religious man? And Michael Cole goes, yeah, actually. Like, what? Every Saturday, you're fucking doing this shit. Every Sunday, you're doing this shit. When do you go to church? What, do you say your prayers before you give every interview? Well, Eric, some people believe that the Lord's all around them, wherever they go. Michael Cole's not so religious as much as spiritual. Right. No, it, it's because... I can tell that from his highlights. <laughs> It's because he writes all of the uh, all of the, the the biblical verses at the beginning of every pay per view. He's like, "Well, I I do study my my scripture. I don't know any of them. That's why they're all fake ones. But I study it." Austin will pay for his sins. Undertaker said, "Undertaker, you murdered your parents and blamed it on your brother for years. What's Austin's sin? That he won the title, drinking and driving, probably. Yikes." I did the editor, he's like, you tried to humiliate me. And I'm like, you've got an eyebrow ring in right now. Do you know you ring in right now? <laughs> did you look in the mirror? You put that in. Austin didn't do that to you. Sir. Or maybe he did. <laughs> Austin was working at class. First of all, if you think there's not a piercing wrestler in your future, <laughs> you're wrong, buddy. You're wrong. Oh, you're wrong. Oh, so wrong. Austin hit, hit Taker in the back of the head with a shovel, put him in a body bag, drank a six-pack, drove him to Claire's, and put the eyebrow ring in. First of all, that is so within the realm of possibility. He, hit him, with, we're in. he hit him with the bedpan first to numb it, and then he just... Oh, my God. <sighs> Jesus. Well, he had the piercing gun. He had it up to his eyebrow right before he pushed it and popped out and said, bang, 316. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Austin. Are you a religious man? Undertaker did pee himself, though. Uh, yeah. You can't tell. It's all black there. It's nothing. It's it's like leather. Everything just washes right off. Swipes right off. Yeah. It's just a damn smudge. It's like, yeah. <laughs> It's like the the oil skin that they use for uh, you know like when you're a when you're a butcher, like the when apron. I'm a butcher, yes. You know those those <laughs> aprons that are rubbery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or Bray Wyatt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are, are we at the wait? Is there a match after this? Hold on. I feel like there might have been matches I cared uh, a little bit. Yes, Val there was. Venus? Yes, Val, yep, yeah, there was. Val Venus and Goldust is the next match. I have the next. I go into the promo after this. I had, I literally wrote nothing down about this next match. Uh, let me see. Jr. finally defines a Jezebel. A woman with low morals, or no morals, or, or just a woman, just a, <laughs> like just my mother, a woman. Oof. Yikes! I I did. Uh, I was tickled by King saying that he tricked a woman into marrying him by telling her she was pregnant. I thought that was very oh, funny. Very funny. I thought it was a. It's that's a. You know what? That's one to bookmark in the yeah, book. Okay. I don't, I have not told the story on this podcast, and I will. I think this is a good opportunity to tell it. When Nathan and I first started dating, his ex. Uh, is crazy or was crazy. Um, not commenting in their current mental state, just saying at the time they were crazy. Uh, and I was writing for the Houston Chronicles, so my email address would be published at the end of all of my articles. So I, my work email was public. And one day I opened my work email and it was flooded with all of these porn, like gay porn, like just like really rancid, like really, like really explicit stuff. And he kept saying, like, 
everyone in town knows about you. Everyone knows that you're cheating on Nathan. Everyone knows. And I'm like, first of all, I have lived in Houston for three months. <laughs> I just moved here. Second of all, this plan would work if you told Nathan I was cheating on him. But you're telling me I'm cheating on Nathan. And I know I'm not because I'm me. And so... I don't know who you think you're fooling, but you can't get me to believe I'm cheating on Nathan because I, I would know that already. Oh, man, all these porn links. He's got the receipts. It must have been me. I must have been the one cheating on him. No, sure. that's not how it works. Yeah, no, that's that's what, 100% how it works. You find out that you're cheating on somebody when you get pornography sent to yeah. your work email. Yeah, we know you're a dirty slut. Blah, blah, blah. You're cheating on Nathan. We all know you cheated on Nathan. And I'm like, I... Didn't I just I just started dating Nate? So <laughs> is the porn supposed to like get you in trouble? Yes, it was supposed yeah, to be like it was uh, everything, like doxing my uh-huh. basically like working out with like a bunch of explicit porn. Which like first of all, if you think any newspaper in America has the budget to monitor your email, <laughs> girl, please, okay, they don't have enough money to put out the newspaper. <laughs> That's I w- their job. I would say, by the way, that if you had to pull the vindictive X card, it's great that you got to pull the dumb vindictive X card. Oh my card. god! <laughs> and guys, I mean. Like this is just one of many. This is the this is just the opening salvo. One this. of many X's or one of many things he did to you. One of many things this specific X did. Wow. So like literally, and I was just saying, and I had to call Nathan. I was home for the holidays. I had to call Nathan to be like, so what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, what? He was like, I am so sorry. Oh my god, I can't believe this. Very funny, and we just laughed about it. Aw. Um, I have a question from the promo that that Valvinus cuts before the match begins. Does the Tower of London go up and down? Was it tower or town? I don't know. Tower. Neither of them made sense to me. Yeah, like what is it? The Tower of London and the Big Valboski, both they go up and they go down. Tower of London just it stands. It's, it's still there. I mean, it's erect. You could say <laughs> that it's you, it that up. would be that would be the better way of phrasing this, but just up and down. Does that mean that Even like like you could go London Bridge is falling down and then re-erect it? I don't mm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, every nobody brought their A game to this one. Also, I guess Terry's pregnant, Maybe. which we'll cover. But this is the 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 story went in brief. Terry was like, "I'm pregnant," and, and Val's like, oh. "I got a vasectomy." Yeah, he's like, "Not mine. I had a vasectomy." Uh, and she's like, "Where oh?" And then she tried to make good make up with Goldus again. He turned on her. Right, but then also Terry attacked Marrow. I don't so know then why. Terry and so Marrow and Jacqueline are, are on the rocks as well. And Jacqueline and Terry are sort of forming this sort of like, um, they're calling it PMS, short for Pretty Mean Sisters. They're not even calling them that. Not yet? yet? No. Sorry, I'm jumping We'll see. I I don't know if they call them that by the time we get to uh, Rock Bottom. Maybe. Okay, but basically the Jacqueline and Terry are sort of like teaming up as as women who have been scorned by the men in their lives. Got it. Okay, which, I like which, that. Which I like. Very birds of prey. You would think you would like it. I love the idea on paper, but of course, like the way it's executed, like they're villains. Like that's bad. Like they're like Jezebels. Right. Blah, blah blah. Well, and even the match with Jackie later on tonight, we'll get to it. But ugh, is that a mess? Oh boy. Um, Vince lectured at Oxford. This whole next segment was absolute garbage. It was just like pure garbage, start to finish. I don't think it was good heat. I think it was the laziest, cheapest, nonsensical heat. Like, just heat. I think they were booing because they're like, what are you talking about? What? That's what it felt like. Wait, well, is, for, what were we going to say? But well, first we're in Oxford where does every room at Oxford look like a Hollywood set of what we think Oxford looks like? I really, I thought, I thought it wasn't really Oxford. I was like, this must be, they must have just like, they're like, get us 
get to us books get, and must get us to the nearest uh, Shakespeare and Co. and clear them <laughs> out. Yeah, it was. It made made not a lot of sense, and I like how he was just like, well. Uh, I know this is Oxford, and you gave me a very good uh, uh, welcome for a dignitary, but I'm the president of the WWE. And, like, they all chuckled, even though they knew that they are much classier than him, and they probably would hate him otherwise. I don't know the backstory of this. So I am now just I'm guessing and intimating. He really was invited to speak at Oxford, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know how this... About what? But he is, like, I mean... Business. He, and especially in 1998, it's literally the biggest business in the world. It's, like, yeah. better than it ever has been. It's better than it ever is. It's like this huge international thing, and it's, like, it's a big deal. And I, I would imagine how this went, that they were really at Oxford. That, that That's why it looked so shitty. In fact, if it didn't look shitty, I'd be more suspicious that it was fake. Because probably Oxford was like, yeah, we're going to have a talk in the fucking like, uh, Churchill room over there or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. They're all the Churchill room. <laughs> this is all He's like, room. none of these people are in robes and, and graduation caps. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, it's not a graduation. Do Where are your wigs? Yeah. <laughs> but then I imagine that they were just like, also, do you mind if we film a little something after our actual serious keynote or whatever? And they were like, do you mind if I do a little? I need to cut a promo. Yeah, cut a promo. That's why that, that girl was like the evil president. It's funny. Well, that part was fine. But then the fucking bullshit parade that came after that. One after the next. Also, well, let's start. Yeah. Yeah. Because first it's Pat Patterson, who apparently has never spoken before. Pat Patterson, because that's his thing. Like, his voice is so... There's... I don't... I Honestly, I don't want to understand it. I don't know where it came the from. The most I don't know. Canadian that's ever Canadian. It's, like not, it's, like, sort of, like, Canadian, but it also feels like it has, like, the real, 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 real Baltimore accent in it for some reason. And then also, like, he got hit with a 2 by 4 hundreds of times. That's he, what it sounds like. He doesn't me. know how to say the word Helmsley. Hemsley. Hemsley. Hunter Hearst Hemsley. It had a bit of, like, a little bit of Jimmy Durante mixed in, maybe. Hmm. Like, Canadian Jimmy Durante. Okay. Um, are we up to Bre- Briscoe? Uh, yes. Well, no, there's there's a whole bunch of changes that are going on in the card for... Who cares? Yep, no one does, because then we're up to Briscoe. Then Briscoe talks about all the surprise Surprisements. Mints. <laughs> the surprisements that are in store. I was like... Oh, is that like an announcement that like we didn't hear about before? <laughs> I don't know, man. I love the two of them being so incompetent. I would rather listen to the two of them for, than everything else that happened in the second half of this promo. Eric, oh, yeah. Eric, you got to say Hemsley. You could have left me surprisements. I'm sorry. I, I get so excited for these things. I guess that leaves me with the George Michael boyfriend bullshit. Yeah, sorry. You get to talk about the homophobia. Ugh. Look, if you're going to be homophobic, can you at least be homophobic quickly? Like, can we just, like, <laughs> yeah. have, I'm not even mad about the homophobia. I'm honestly more mad about the economy of language. The most elaborate Vinnie Jones is gay I bit I've ever be, heard. I would literally rather him grab the microphone, Vinnie Jones is a faggot, and walk away. Like, I, would, <laughs> like, I would be less offended. I would just like to say, uh, <laughs> Vinnie like, Jones is a And they're like, let me, <laughs> just fucking do that. What the fuck but was this? I was watching the interview like, last night. I feel like this and goes. They on. said boyfriend many times, but they never said the boyfriend's name. And I know that he's a hard man. And if he's a hard man who is also a boyfriend, <laughs> oh, well, the boyfriend and a hard man and George Michael's hard man. I'm like, whose barrels were smoking oh and whose were stuck? I'm so mad. I watched this and Nathan tried to get involved, and I yelled at him to like, shut up. <laughs> I'm so mad watching this. 
Because <laughs> there's like lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. And then Nathan goes, what does the mask have to do with this? And I was like, can we not? <laughs> That's really funny. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, do not add to this. Do not build on this. <laughs> this this went on longer than Al Snow versus Gangrel and LOD 2000 versus Headbangers combined, I feel like. This was, it was so bad. It was so bad. Oh, don't worry. It's building to something. <laughs> it's, reader, it's not. And then Vince McMahon starts to go off on tea time. Oh, taking on down tea time. Yeah, He's Ooh, trying to get Keith. truth to Big T. <laughs> Ah, uh, the East India Trading Company better not mess with me. <laughs> you know what? This whole tea time, it sucks. You said your finger sandwiches. It's, you know, it's a load of pious crap. It's like, what? Well, they're all religious men. <laughs> it's like, what? It's like, even your work, like, I hate, this is one of my least favorite things I tell, when I'm, when I'm giving people notes and they're writing, I'm like, go back word for word of that sentence and tell me what what each word means. Right. Because, like, you have an idea and a feeling you're communicating, but then you just picked random-ass words that kind of mean adjacent things. And I'm like, go go word by word and tell me the syntax of the sentence. Right. Because you're, like, you're just, you're not putting any thought into the words coming out of your mouth. Well, that, that sounds about right for him. Was... No, but he, I, no, I, I'm not going to give him that. I think, actually, he does, he's very considered. And, in fact, he's almost crazy about language. Like, pathologically about, like, not saying hospital, not saying wrestler not saying sometimes belt. sometimes but also sometimes there have been times in the past where he's like he's kind of like thrown in a word that like you know oh, yeah, he's def- like a, he, he definitely does a, a smart calendar. a smart person he, word. Does, word he does uh he has the dummy whom sometimes yes right right or what was it like when he talks about you single-handedly the two of you single-handedly <laughs> defeated him like he doesn't think about all of his words that, no no that's total that's fair but this means nothing like what's no, i like, agree that, like that his thesis is tea time is a load of pious crap but literally what are you t- what does that mean that's your th- what what it's people what's do it point? to get closer to god well that's not no his thesis is definitely <laughs> that the it's british not... british people want to be american and he takes a very long time to get there. so this is i mean maybe tea time is pretentious yes yes Yes. yes, but it's but pie like I, pious is wrong. It's, it's just it, like it's the it's just it is it upset me to hear. He it. may have like written it like in gorilla position. Oh, I'm sure. Right, like he was just like, okay, uh, Vinnie Jones is gay. Uh, lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. Are are, are are British people in 1998 that concerned with the Falkland Islands that we needed a reference to that? Uh, you know. Elvis Costello wrote a song about it. Or actually, he performed a song that was written by Nick... What's his face? Nick Lowe. Okay. You know, um, uh, Shipbuilding. When? I don't know. Probably like in the in the 90s or maybe the 80s. Okay. Maybe the 80s. Let's see. Just saying. I'll, I'll check our research department. And then ends with just blatant race baiting. Oh, yeah, which was, I mean, like, look, uh, going into the next match as well, we know that Mr. McMahon is very interested in having uh, a big star he can push in India, but does it have to come at the expense of shitting on the Pakistani people? That's so weird. <laughs> it was, I mean, like, and also, like, even in the, like, is that even something that in 1998, was, was the UK, like, still, oh, 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 yeah. I don't mind. Oh, yeah, no, uh, huge anti-Pakistani sentiment within uh, the UK. Gross. Yeah. Everyone... Stop being so gross. Okay. Right. By the way, the Falklands War was in 1982, so it's super poignant. 
Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. People. Well, if you watched Bohemian Rhapsody, they called Freddie Mercury a packy. I didn't watch it. It's terrible, though. I'm not going okay, to Okay, but it. what did they think about him and Vinnie Jones? <laughs> <laughs> well, he never said boyfriend. <laughs> he sang it. <laughs> Ooh, you're my boyfriend. Ooh, you make me live. See? Perfect Can we pitch. just do that for the next five minutes instead of talking about Edge <laughs> versus Tiger Ali Singh? Annie, Vinnie, find me. <laughs> Uh yeah, Tiger Ali Singh versus Edge. Uh, but yeah, first off, I got a lot to say here. Well, All I wrote was I'll, whatever. Oh, so we're talking about Ali Singh. A lot of things I want to talk about. Just that it's not even before he even opens his mouth. Okay, first of all, his flag is bad, and I'm not saying that because it's an Indian flag. Indian flags would be beautiful. What I'm saying is that his flag personally is short, stubby, and very wrinkly. It, is it sounds like you're flag. talking about his quote-unquote flag. <laughs> no, his flagpole. Uh, his flag is bad. I'm like literally embarrassed. I was like. Can we get him a better flag? Like, not that it's... And again, to be clear, the problem is not that it's an Indian flag. The problem is that it is a bad Indian flag. It is small and wrinkly and looks bad. As if it were, Get him a nicer one. If it were any other flag in the same condition... It would look absolutely bad. Same issues. In fact, I would go as far as say the American flag would look worse. <laughs> <laughs> but that's only because you are so saddened by the idea of any American flag of any kind of level of dishevel, right? Absolutely brings a single tear to my eye in a very poignant way. Can I have a quick I stop? thought that was just when you look at trash on the highway. Both. Quick quick side story. I was uh, I was at work the other day, and we were having lunch or whatever, and somebody at work was talking about how um, one of our employees who used to work at, uh, I guess, like used to be in New York once in a while, but now like is just works remotely or whatever and he's indian and she was like yeah he hates indian food just hates it i was like he hates indian food like and then you know because for me i'm like of of all foods like to really hate especially if you've grown up and had you know and had uh experience with it that seems like a weird one to hate but one of the other people in, in the lunch with me goes well what does he eat and i was like Food! Other food! <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> like, it's... Well, sorry. This guy's going to starve because he doesn't like Indian food. That's the food you get? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> we call this dinner. I, I wish I didn't have to eat a cheeseburger every single night, but I'm an American. <laughs> oh, really? I, 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 have to eat a, I have to eat half a plate of pasta. <laughs> Just half, though. Right. I eat, I eat pierogies yeah, and borscht pierogies. every night. I eat a quarter plate of pierogies. And that a quarter page of honestly very no no one's sure <laughs> no one knows i'm not fucking submitting a test no way i'm not getting the registry fuck that shit it's actually a mixed breed dog you just have mutt <laughs> look uh, only under very specific circumstances do i give away my dna uh, <laughs> right actually sometimes you pay to be able to do that that's true actually i'm i'm more of a collector uh <laughs> uh i am not and i'm not done i need to drag a bitch for their outfit uh here because tiger lee singh needs a full queer needs like tan francis and a french talk in the worst way possible okay because he comes out and he's got uh a lot of look he's got the turban which is very chic in fact some might call it iron chic uh but Woo! I do really, I do legitimately like it though. I do like it a lot. I think it actually looks very cool. But then he's got this uh, sequin like boxing robe, which you think I'm very into. Uh, but it all goes bad when it goes south. He got these baggy, these baggy pants on, and he takes all of this off before he wrestles. By the way, so that, I'm like, what? And it, it just like gives him no shape. He just like he looks like he's wearing Shane McMahon's suit. It's all just uh, like big and boxing. Jr. hated it too. 
That's true. JR, uh, what? I don't remember what JR said now. Oh, JR is like, oh, I understand uh, people having uh, love in their culture, but this is too much. Oh, uh, I thought it was more about the promo. And not uh, his outfit. Did he give a promo? He did. Yeah, yeah he said something. He was like, remember. blah, blah, I'm the greatest, blah, 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 blah. He's the I also didn't really like his singlet. No. I thought his I mean, singlet like, was fucking ugly. I, I actually thought... His boots were bad. Like, head to toe, man. Like, I really want to, like, I really want to take him to the side and be like, you got to love yourself. If you just take five minutes in the morning, you know, just prioritize a little moisturizer. Just, like, go. Run comb in your hair. Quick pomade. Just Use a water head. pick. Yes. 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 yes, yes. No, Spritz, wait. Spritz, walk, leave. It was definitely before the promo because the only thing I wrote about the promo is that he has a real, real point about uh, England's colonial nature. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, and then Edge comes out. I don't know. They have a match. I don't care. I literally, I literally don't have no other things uh, about this. They got Edge still doing the go through the crowd thing. And then the next thing I wrote is barely a match. So Yeah, the brood comes. He rolls him up. Doesn't matter. <laughs> up next, we've got oh, Vinny Jones who comes out. And again, I know I'm clocking looks left and right, but this is really something. Black pants, black turtleneck long leather duster and he comes out with his arms out shut having no idea how to play with the crowd whatsoever he looked like richard nixon in the matrix it was <laughs> wild yeah. vinnie jones though was more over than anybody else the entire evening well for obvious reasons um He's he looked like he was it. wearing exactly the same outfit as he wore in uh, lock stock and two smoking barrels like, i think he was maybe on purpose uh all he said literally boiled down to we're British! <laughs> that's it. Oh, no, that's not all he said. Because at the end, he goes, it's going to be emotional. Yeah, you know that famous catchphrase <laughs> from his movie. It's going to be emotional. Are you having a larf? <laughs> Fuck you, Vinny. Uh, Great footballer, though. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know. Hasn't been in anything in a while. But I think 2013 is the last time... He was in he was a movie in some, or something? In, in something. Oh, he might have been in something. I feel like he'd be in a Jumanji or something. Like that. He was in Last Night on the Night was X-Men 3 Last Stand. Oh, my God. He was fucking Juggernaut. He was Juggernaut. You know, that tall, thin guy. <laughs> what What the fuck, man? We could do a, a whole podcast about X-Men 3 The Last Stand. So bad. Saw it in theaters. Multiple times. Um, yep. I mean, first, Yes. Second, what? I'm not saying I'm not saying it's a good movie. I'm saying I love the X-Men and seeing them on the screen. Yeah. We didn't have a lot of superhero movies back then. I took what I could get. Oh man, are we ready for Mero and Jacqueline and and Christian and Sable and None of this makes sense. None of this makes any sense. I don't even know how to talk about it. It's like there's no reason for Christian to be your partner. Um I loved when Mark Mero got pantsed. Um and not because I thought it was sexy. But because I loved when he pulled his shorts back up and he pulled them up over his. He's head. been doing that a lot lately. <laughs> so fun to watch him sort of like. And then he said, around. "Did I do that?" Yeah. Just like two like arms coming at the top of his boxing shorts. <laughs> so fun. I'm waiting for him to go into the machine and become uh, Stefan <laughs> Raquel. I mean, is there anything to talk about here besides Markel Merrow? <laughs> Um. Oh, how about well, yeah, how, what, uh, when when he gets his pants pulled down and, and Sable is kicking the shit out of him and Christian pulls her away? Because um, he didn't get the disqualification because that, that was illegal. You have five-second count. Why is that illegal? 
because uh, it's mixed. You're not supposed to do intergender, and, so he, was why, in ro- and he was in the ropes. Okay, so... Uh, you okay. have five seconds. Okay. It's the five-second break rule. Uh, okay. okay, first That's of all, Sable, Sable's kick to Mero's face was literally the fucking worst thing I've ever She's seen. Bad. Like, it was just like, she just lifted her foot, and, and he. I don't even think he ran into it. Uh, Sable jumping on Jacqueline and punching her, it looked like... Uh, she was playing like like Wii tennis. It was just like it was just like 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 shaking her hands in in front of Jacqueline's face. Like obviously we've seen a lot of people like Eric just made a motion as though he's jerking off two dicks right in front of his face. Yeah, but like two dicks in tandem. One it would have to be two two dicks from like Siamese twins who are attached at the at the torso. Be sure one leg. Yeah. They have yeah. Because like, legs, yeah, you yeah. can't have two legs in there. It would be, yeah, it's yeah, right. Yeah, They're yeah. too close. To, those dicks are too close. No. What if you're kind of at an angle, but then it would, it would be like that. No. And no, then no, you'd they're, have they're, head to they're, head. They're, they're, you're pulling them down. What are you what? doing? You look like oh. you're milking a cow. Yeah. That's what you were doing. No, <laughs> no I was this. going like, wait, I was going like, like, I don't, this this feels right to me. Okay. This feels well, that right. definitely feels right this to you. This feels right. Um, okay. But it, it was just like I've seen people brawl and like and you know obviously they're not hitting, but this looked so bad. It was bad. This was bad. The wrestling was very bad. I wanted it to be over. Mara deserts Jacqueline. Sable hits TKO. Bing bang boom. Oh, and then um, then Jacqueline is mad. Jacqueline uh, goes to attack the referee. The referee has her up on his shoulders like they're playing chicken, and Sable reaches up, rips off her shirt, fully exposing Jackie's bare breasts, which are censored. The W Network were not censored on television when it aired, and it was a plan. And we're not centered spot. on the internet when I found it last night. I couldn't find it. Send it around. I want to see it. Yeah, I mean, first it's of all, not the way, very high quality. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. the way that they were, the way that, I mean, they were teasing it a lot because like she was wearing like a, a t-shirt, a ridiculous t-shirt that had like. The armpit holes cut out. And everything, like, it was, you could tell it was like Hulk Hogan like pre-cut a little bit so it would tear off super easy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It King was... said at the start of the match, uh, we may all have our hands full if her shirts get any looser. Full of our dicks. Yeah. Just fucking all pounding it. But like, this, was a, this was a planned spot. This is the only time that, that the WWE has ever done planned full frontal nudity. Full top. No, full top. I mean, but like full nudity. This is the only time. Any other time it was not... Well, they had to bring something to fucking London. I don't know. I'm sure the king's dick just exploded. Like it looked like uh, in like when a cigar explodes. Uh, no, I'm, I'm thinking. Okay. I'm thinking the the <laughs> and it kind of like curls out on the around the edges. Elmer Fudd's got the gun and uh, Bugs Bunny shoves a carrot in it, and then yeah, yeah it's a very yeah. similar. Yeah. It's a very similar. The, the uh, problem is the the ta- the announcing table is so gimmicked that it actually went it broke <laughs> upwards. <laughs> He's just got a bunch of soot on his face. <laughs> What's weird is his dick cleared the monitors off. First. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have fun here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not when we watch it alone, but when we no, have to. Break especially it down. the next match: Blackman versus Shamra. Oh boy! Which Cher tells us this will be a dandy, and I was like, nothing <laughs> about those words rings true. <laughs> well, first of all. Well, my first note is I can't pay attention to shit tonight while I'm watching this. Uh, I think it's very uh, on game for Big Boss Man to beat a black man with a with his nightstick. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wordplay. Uh, well, this time he had his uh, his telescoping baton. Oh, right. 
Those things are always cool. I like those things. Cut to the end? Yeah. Hits he him hit in the, the ankle. And the Achilles heels. He's kind of taking all around the, off the ropes. And and uh, Shamrock puts him in the ankle lock. Done. Next. Off oh, oh, the rock. Thank God. Mm. I, was, I was going yeah. back and doing a lot of, like, uh, inter- back to the rock uh, around this time. Research and biographies and stuff. And he's just so nice. And everyone just says he's just so nice and was always so nice. Huh. I actually I got a tattoo today and it was a really good sign. The um the girl who tattooed me had a whole bunch of pictures of the rock in her station and two votive candles of like Saint the Rock up at the top. So that's I awesome. Get a rock candle, Saint Rocky, <laughs> you could say. Um, yeah, he's awesome. Um, anyone else in the world calling someone a jabroni would be the stupidest thing in the world. A bony jabroni. Yes. It's fucking great. Bony jabroni. It just, it sounds wonderful. And he is, even though he's like in full 90s ridiculous with the sideburns and the stupid sunglasses, he is so fucking hot. He's such a beautiful man that it's like. Those legs. He's just de- like, I, it, it, I mean, reminds me of like a Beyonce-esque sort of like person. You're like, oh, you were just. Oh, you're you were put here, you were put here to be beautiful. Yes, you were you were so beautiful, but also like talented and passionate and kind of like magic. And you just have like that star power of chutzpah that like guys in the fifties Hollywood executives would talk about. Yeah, I, I guess if if Atlas Shrug really would happen, it would be like he would definitely be on that you know off to the mountain to oh, yeah. set up. Did you ever read that? No, fuck that. Okay, <laughs> fuck fuck Ayn Rand. <laughs> I loved him, even him doing the other people's catchphrases. Yeah. It was just yeah. so good. And it started with him going, hold the rock's apple to Michael Cole. And then Great. Michael Cole's got nothing else to do but to hold it. Well, you know what? That meant original sin for him. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I, I get the symbology. He's like, I'm going to take that apple. Vince is there going, yes, yes. <laughs> Michael Cole doesn't understand good and evil at this point. <laughs> He's walking around naked like what? Yeah, what? He's got his face. <laughs> but they only film him from up top. He saw Jacqueline and he was like, oh, that's what we're doing, right? We're all just, <laughs> that's okay now. We have no shame, right? We don't feel shame of our naked bodies, right? That's it. He's, he's, he's tasked with going around and naming the wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> and you, I shall call you Blue Blazer. <laughs> For you, Blaze, and you are blue. <laughs> oh, what would he make out of uh, Michael Cole's rib? Oh, God. Oh, it'd have to be Charlie Caruso. <laughs> <laughs> well, Janine, Charlie Caruso, by the way, on like present day wrestling, she is the Janine Pirro of backstage interviewers. Like, Who? she's Judge Janine from Fox News. She has the same like stilted voice and the same like helmet wig <laughs> on. She's like a. Guys, you guys, I wish you could be with me in this reference because it's very good. I'm sure Listeners, it is. you agree that Charlie Caruso is the WWE's answer to Judge Janine Pirro. Please write me at Bobby Hank. Thank you. I know who Judge Janine is. I don't, I can't, I can't think of who Charlie Caruso is. Charlie Caruso is the backstage interviewer and she's like, has this, she literally has the she's same. Kind of a, yeah, she does kind she of have like, like a, like, oh, like they God. have the same tight jaw delivery because this is sports and oh right. yeah 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 yeah, Charlie, yeah, yeah. And she kind of looks like a less like a less yeah. succubus version of judge janine pirro she's also hot as shit charlie Cruz is gorgeous like and this is not an insult to her in any way but she has like a similar like mannerisms and like inflections as judge janine pirro as if they're like mirror good and evil images of one another 
even at the age of 31, Caruso is reportedly single and still uh, still single and unmarried. She prefers I would like to keeping remind her dating and love life away from the uh, That world. Eric's wife will return from San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> and no, him and Charlie Caruso cannot both jointly adopt a stepdaughter. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> That was that was another that was just a YouTube from a different episode. sure different tab for sure yeah sure. Um, anyway, this is a great promo. We love it. Mm-hmm. This is probably one of my favorite. The, the Rock is the best part of every of everything tonight. Uh, we move on next to a match that I actually enjoyed. Jeff Jarrett uh, with Deborah McMichael versus Triple H with China. Uh, I gotta say, I, I haven't without seeing the Raws in between. It's I I think seeing China's physical progression is much more jarring to me than yeah. when I was watching it in real time. Effort, I remember it unfolding more subtly. Well, but also, we haven't seen China for a few in weeks. In a bit, because Triple H is that too. And it looks like she had both uh, her chest something done. Yeah. And also, I think she had like a face feminization. So she's looking gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. her. Yeah, she looks very she good She looks this. really fucking good. She looks really good top From to all bottom. sides. Yeah, yeah. She looks great. Her body looks great. Her family. I mean, she looks gorgeous. I mean, like she was always. She was always beautiful. She was a unique. She had a unique presence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I love. I really, 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 really love the era of China we're getting into now, where like she's like stepping into her own stardom, and it's like start. You're starting to see glimpses of it now, and it makes my heart smile so much. She is just. Uh, she didn't get the credit she deserved for too long, and I'm, I love going back and celebrating her now. Now, Bobby, you've spent a lot of time tonight going into every single detail of every single wrestler's outfit. You're not going to bring up her assless pants? Uh, they looked amazing. Yeah. They were great. Her ass that looked her unreal. Ass looked incredible. Yeah. And the chaps were like, great. Actually unreal to the point that I wasn't sure if that was her skin or she was wearing pantyhose or something like that. She looked amazing. She yeah, looked amazing. She looked very good. Um, uh, well, Deborah, we also, you know who else looked really good? Who? Jeff Jarrett in that fucking shirt. <laughs> I looked up that shirt. I love it. So we're talking about Jarrett comes out in a tank top version uh, of, with his catchphrase. His don't piss me off catchphrase. <laughs> his command. That's like that's like you know what my catchphrase is <laughs> no offense. Like, that's not a catchphrase. I'm using the bathroom. <laughs> Somebody's in here. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you always saying it? <laughs> Take a penny, leave a penny. Is that our waiter? <laughs> he has on a t-shirt. And Eric said to me, and first of all, a t-shirt that says don't piss me off is a great t-shirt for Eric Silver. <laughs> Full stop. Nothing else needs to be said. <laughs> and then, nothing else to say. However, what's great about this one is the typography is so weird, and I'm staring at it because it's cinched in the middle, like as if it's wearing a corset, or it's the Special K Challenge with like the measuring tape around it, or the Biggest Loser. But really, what it is is it's in the shape of a guitar body, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was like a, an hourglass. I don't, I didn't understand it. Which also it. with no guitar neck or guitar strings or of any other guitar motif. So the whole thing, it is so bad. And so Eric and I are talking about this on Gchat as we're both like rewatching in preparation separately today. Nathan is off. He comes in. He sees Jeff Jarrett walk out and then don't piss me off tank top. And Nathan just looks at the screen and goes, hey, I want that shirt. And I was like, that's it. That's it. That's it. I can't. It's a sign. It's a sign I from can't. God. Literally, this, he was like, I 
want that shirt. And I was like, oh my God. I told him, and he's like, that's a great shirt for Eric Silver. And I was like, I know. Oh, he said that? Yes. He's like, that's a great. I was like, told him, I was like, oh, Eric wants to do it. He's like, we're just talking about it. I, like, I said, yeah. I, I, like, I literally said, if we do a live show, I want to treat myself and, and <laughs> wear that to a live show. Because oh. I think it would be amazing. Is, is it just that? Uh, It's the first one. Yeah. yeah. 20 bucks. Can't be yours. No, I know. And I think, like, yeah, I, I think know. it goes directly He's to Jeff like, Jarrett. It'll be here in five to seven days. I, I know. <laughs> uh, I know. Um, this match, if you think about it, like, uh, I was trying to, like, I don't know, glean something from this pay-per-view. But if you think about it, this is Triple H's first match back from a very, excuse me, significant knee injury. Jarrett is a very safe worker. Yeah. I think they put on a pretty decent match. I actually liked both the in-ring wrestling and I liked the level of shenanigans. Yeah, yeah there was a. I felt like there was a lot of what is it? Is it? It's not an arm bar, an arm throw. What is, what is it? Hip toss. Hip toss. There was a lot of hip tosses. It was a lot. There were a lot of things that looked like they were going easier on Triple H's yeah. leg. Uh, there was one spot in the match I really liked. Uh, Triple H went to go do the pedigree. Uh, Jarrett gets out, takes him down, attempts a slingshot into the turnbuckle, which is like a pretty common sequence. Yeah. Um, but instead, Triple H gets up and before he hits turnbuckle, stops himself and is like, "Nope." I thought that was a nice little. I, I like that little twist on an old classic. Yeah, like yeah. A yeah. little surprise, a little a little surprise at the end, a little unexpected bit. Um, and I think like it must be so interesting to see Triple H come back from this injury when we just came from a time period where Triple H was red hot, The Rock is red hot, Mankind is real hot, and Triple H has got to be feeling the pressure. Like, coming back from this injury, seeing The Rock, the world champion now, and The Rock, like, got to come out how to improve himself. And I like, like that little moment where I can see, like, Triple H taking his character up a notch. And speaking of a new twist on an old classic, uh, he's got a delightful braid during this. Yes. Making me question, is he the new horse spray kid? Or may Ooh. I call him Triple Nate? Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Hunter Horse Helmsley. <laughs> That's the one. Triple <laughs> Nate. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Have a podcast, guys. <laughs> Sorry. What? Sorry. Triple Nate. You guys, I'm the Dave Navarro tiebreak vote on this. And I got to say, I'm going. It's got to be him, man. <laughs> Only because Triple Nate reminds me too much of Ric Flair. I think the word horse has oh, to be nature, in it. Oh, nature, like nature boy. I think the word horse has to be in it. It can't be like too far away from horse. That's a double pun. Continuing out of protest. But Hunter Horse Towns. <laughs> uh, I, love, I love that observation. But yes, you know what that was? Teamwork. Yeah. Uh, that's, how, that's a writer's room. That's how it works. Uh, D-Lo Browns at Buckingham Wait, no, Palace. No, I want to talk no, no, about no. Deborah McMichael's hair. What was going on? Uh, Did she go on a date with Ben Stiller? I know you have a little bit of uh, you have a little bit of um, of moose on your ear. Let I me had, just. Did they just wake up Deborah before this match? <laughs> she, she had a nap. And she, like, <laughs> she fell asleep in the car. Deborah was in a hardcore match. She woke up in a dumpster. They're like, quick, quick, quick. She went to the uh, she went to the makeover and said, "Give me the full mankind." She, honestly, mankind would be an improvement. She, she, she should do that before she did this. They're like, oh, uh, the, his accountant, his sexy accountant. I'm like, look at her. She looks like she had a one-night stand in Shamrock's car. She's like, sorry, I was on the here, but I ran into a twister. <laughs> There's a cow out there. 
Oof. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, I also was like, what? Because also her whole outfit is like, everything is too small. Like, nothing fits. She's always kind of like teetering. She always <laughs> looks like, whoa, Deborah, take a minute. Slow down. It's okay. We got time. You can be a little late. You want to burn hair and comb your hair first? We don't have to leave right now. Her <laughs> character is the secretary who's always getting into mishaps. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Grant. <laughs> Oh, I got I got my hair stuck in the pencil sharpener again. Okay, we we've rescheduled you. You're not going to be at the top of the show anymore. We're we're putting you back. Do you do you need some time? Do you need a place to go to clean up a little? Are you sure? No, no, I'm great. I'm no, great. I'm good. No, I'm good. Just give me like a thirty second warning before I'm on air. Just do me a favor. Give me. Give, I want like a five second warning. That's all I need. I'm uh, I'm, is there a cot in this closet? I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna take a quick five minutes. I promise. Five minutes I'm, in this closet. I'm gonna do a real quick um, fentanyl cleanse in the, uh, in the closet. And so, just give me. I need a good three, five to three second. Just a heads up before we go out there. Just kind of just push me out. The they, crowd. they found her in a Murphy bed that was up in the wall. <laughs> just like two high heel shoes to get the top. <laughs> also, I is her name supposed to be Debra on purpose or? Oh, I don't. I, always I think Debra is a normal woman's name. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, Debra! I get it. Ooh, Debra messing. Wow, guys, so sorry. Insane. Oh, is it really Chrissy or is it Chris? See? Fuck. <sighs> Triple Nate. <laughs> I want to talk about D'Lo walking around London. I love having it. a great time. I fucking loved it. He was having a great time. Yeah. And, like, his improv was great. Uh-huh. When yeah. he was like, oh, there's a ladder up there. They left my keys. They're going to go, hey, Queenie. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. The guys, he's on the street, like, you know, all the, 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 the fames. The fames, Thames. Fucking great. This guy, yeah. stupid tourist. It's so funny. <laughs> They're going to rename it Big D instead of yeah. Big, or Big Ben. Great. I loved it. Great. But actually, Big D is the bell. Wow. And actually, that's uh, that's only when they're playing soccer. They have to <laughs> bring, bring the big D. <laughs> Whew. Okay. Um, and that brings us oh, to... Uh, actually, oh. to a pretty fun match that I have very few notes on. New Age Outlaws really? versus D'Lo and Mark Henry. Yeah. So are Mark Henry and China dating? Yes. They went on a date. After after both of them filed sexual harassment yes. claims? Again. Okay, that's the way it works. Love is this is how... So so Mark Henry said he would drop the charges against China if she went on a date with him. Okay. Um, which I see that as grounds for a countersuit, but you know. One would think, yeah. Uh, so they go on a date together um, in Baltimore. Um, I couldn't uh, figure out the neighborhood, though. I was really trying. And... Um, Mark Henry goes to the bathroom and a bunch of guys like try to hit on her. She's not interested. They call her a bitch, and then Mark Henry beats the shit out of him. Yes, yes. And also, doesn't Mark Henry date? Like he dances a little bit. Yeah, Which are, yeah. They, have, they start to have like a begrudging good yeah. time. Yeah. Um. So were the New Age Outlaws part of the corporation now? No. Uh, um. So uh, there was some. Yeah. Okay. There was some. Uh, Part of the storyline was that the corporation is courting the the New Age Outlaws to join with them and turn their back on DX. Oh, okay. There is so much in the raw. I the, I remember this period specifically. 
Um, and reading the raw report, it also has like, all these recap packages and stuff. And even scrolling through, we were going through the uh, deep dive stuff of just being so confusing and feeling like, and like when they talk about like the downside of the attitude era and they talk about how like it's hard to get invested because like things changed last minute and nothing seems to matter. And like there's so much, there's so many swerves that you're like, no, they're, they're no longer effective. And I do remember even watching as a kid and being like, what the fuck is happening on wrestling right now? Like remember being like, feeling like, did I miss an episode? Like did something happen that I missed? Because it was so hard to follow, and I was deeply invested in all things DX, mm-hmm. and so this, oh, none of this made any sense. I was like so confused, and Shawn Michaels, I, everything was so confusing. I hated it. Yeah, not even worth talking about more. Than yeah, that. I, 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 that's why I'm like, I didn't want to go into like trying to unpack how it unfolds because it's it ends up being mostly meaningless, and it's so confusing. Okay, I don't know. I wrote a note that says this is pretty fun. I don't know if it's yeah. for this or for the next thing. What's no? The... I think it was pretty fun. I think that this was a fun like. Fast-paced match, I think. That Wait, they what had was the match? New Age Outlaws versus D'Lo and Mark. Oh, right. That's what I, I, yeah, I thought it was fun. Yeah, yeah, same. Good. I also, I think I also wrote the word fun on this one. Okay. Right. Yeah, I, I was like, wait, I for, I forgot that I, I, I wrote the, I write the match in the margins, mm-hmm. and I forgot that I wrote it there. So I was like, wait, what am I, what the fuck am I commenting on? The only thing I really uh, didn't <laughs> like in this match was Mark Henry puts Billy Gunn in a bear hug at one point. Oh, yes. <laughs> Yes. Usually in a bear hug, you're, the other guy is at least suspended in the air. Uh-huh. And this one, this all four feet were on the ground. They were. I'm like, you're just hugging. And they're just wiggling. You're just actually hugging. You're not even bear hugging. You're just hugging. Yeah, I, I was like, okay, this doesn't really... I mean, look, as we know, Billy Gunn probably could have used his inhaler, but... Yeah, maybe he needed a little, a little break. <laughs> yeah, because uh, my first note just says Mark Henry... And I don't know what I, I was going to fill in something about that. <laughs> You're like, I am done. <laughs> All right, let's keep this uh, yeah. moving. Because then we get to a great match. A match that I would say, if you don't go back and watch this pay-per-view, honestly. Um, but watch this match. This okay. is a good match, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, I'm also going to say, so I've started to realize I really, really, really hate the X-Chop. Like, mm-hmm. I hate oh, I yeah. hate all of DX. I hate the way they do it. I hate the way they, like... It's just that it's just so I've, I've talked about this earlier on when DX first came out, but it, the, the childishness of the whole like, but you know who doesn't like it, you know, you know, who does a great X chop, the rock making fun of the X chop <laughs> where he's just like walking around with it, just using his hands. He's like, like making fun of them. So fucking good. I was surprised how much I like this match. It was, I thought, a, a really fucking fun match to watch. Well, um, as we saw in the recap, that they had a pretty good match on Raw a few weeks ago. So I think that they know each other. This it's not just coming right out of the right out of the blue. They got some decent chemistry, and um, DX allowed there to be some some fun around this. And I think he made the the. Um... No, I think Jim Ross said at the beginning of that actually Gangrel and Al Snow, but I think it apply. I was thinking about it here when Jim Ross. I think I think he said it at the beginning of the night where he's like, "This is not like a WWF star retirement community or whatever, like an mm-hmm. obvious shot at WCW. Like we're putting young the young guys up to like yeah. make, make a name for themselves." I think mean, this match is a really good example of it. I mean, he also he, Rock he, is world champion and X Pac, who is a pretty young guy. He also pointed out that they're both the same age, and I was like. These are two completely different human beings. Like <laughs> the like X Pac is just like a, a like a little twerp compared to The Rock, who is a living god. Like, and they're both oh yeah, they're both twenty six. <laughs> it's like what is happening? 
Um, but, uh, oh, I have a theory. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> so we talk about, you can't say belt, it's championship, but I think you can say belt. There are certain instances where you can say belt. You can say belt when it's, a, when it's being used as a physical object. For example, he hit him with the belt. That's a JR quote. And then uh, I think Rock was, uh, was walking out and he's like, he's kissing the belt. Which makes sense, I guess. You can't say he's kissing the championship. That's weird. But but nowadays, I think you would hear title. Yeah, you'd hear title. He's kissing the title? Yeah. Well, I, I guess JR would. needs to get on the fucking bandwagon. Yeah, I don't know that the, that those rules have quite solidified just yet. Because yeah. I do remember, you're, you're right, Eric. I think I do remember hearing people say he hit him with the belt a lot. And it's really kind of comical, like, how, like, the superpower that's attributed to the belt. It's like it's made of, like, adamantium or uru metal. Like, whenever you hit somebody with it, they're down for the rest of the match. Well, it's because of all the glory associated with the belt. Just, <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like all of all of the expectations around that title have now weighed them it's, down. It's like a spirit bomb in Dragon Ball Z. It's just like kind of everyone's yeah. aura gets uh, brought into it. Yeah, it can boost you up or smack you down, depending on if you're the recipient of it or not. And then it ends in like a fun little uh, I I, kerfuffle. Yeah, I mean, obviously China and Triple H get involved. <laughs> then towards the end, that's what kind of draws the, the DQ. Rock ends up uh, winning by DQ. Oh, oh, wait! But for Rock's heel walkout early on in the match. Oh. I mean, just just great. Loved it. Great I thought touch. he was actually going to walk out. I was like, this would be fun. I thought the near fall after China hits the low blow was great. Like that real slow count from the ref. X-Pac barely making the cover that I mean like that great tension great storytelling in the mm-hmm. match really really fun match to watch and then we got the uh, the main event honestly Fatal it just I don't even I feel like this main event broke my brain okay like I can't like I know a bunch I know the things that happened but yet like it just feels like it's like I'm watching Memento you know what I mean like it's just like flashes of like stuff that happens but nothing seems to matter and nothing seems well yeah that's why that's the fatal part about it it's (laughs) just it just destroys your brain um well because first we've got the very long drawn out introducing all the suitages and everything um, I I did like Briscoe giving Vinnie Jones a red card and sending him to the back. I, I thought it was actually kind of dumb, but I okay. <laughs> you know, it, it was just <clears throat> too many things. It just went on for so all of this lasted so long. We and we did each like participant in this match had a, a promo backstage. All these assholes had a huge promo earlier. It's like I didn't need this much. Like, I just the the Vinnie Jones stuff was just so like. Ugh, it just was so tacked on. There was no, there was no point where I ever felt like it truly came to fruition for anything. And the, the <sighs> and then we talk about how things are interesting because we're watching them happen for the first time, and we're so you see, like already, I'm getting tired of the and the timekeepers, Gerald Briscoe, and the referee is Pat Patterson, and the enforcer on the outside is Big Bossman, the enforcer on the inside is Vince McMahon, and on commentary is Shane, and um, on the Titan Tron is going to be Stephanie, and then we're <laughs> going to have this one doing fireworks, and we're going to announce them all one by one, very slowly. I'm this like, is like when people write those care. tweets about about when Pete Buttigieg wins president, and, and all of the <laughs> different people who are going to be the cabinet positions, and you're like, you're a fucking crazy person. Yeah. <laughs> um... I don't know. I want to push back on the Vinnie Jones thing a little bit because I think Vinnie Jones in England is is a real life Stone Cold Steve Austin. Sure. Um, 
more uh, even more than a real life Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's like um, he's like that guy from Australia, Chopper. I don't know who that is. Uh, the guy who was like uh, he he was in prison a lot, but he was like this like personality known as a guy who just would get into a lot of fucking fights uh-huh. and you know because like Steve Austin is playing a role and yeah, but so so was he. He was the guy who was out there who was put on the field to take somebody out. No, I mean, no, no. That, that famous picture of him just like literally grabbing another guy's dick on the pitch. Have you ever seen that? Look up Vinnie Jones, Gaza, G-A-Z-Z-A. All of a sudden, uh, uh, Bobby's into sports. No, but what I'm saying is like his playing a role is two different. Is one, one is a person assuming a, assuming a character for, you know, for show business sake. Mm-hmm. And the other one is like being like just being an enforcer. Mm-hmm. So I think... Vinnie Jones is like, you know, he's like a, a you know, he's a, he's considered a hard man, not because he was like writers built him up. He's just a guy who just fucking did some fucked up shit on the on the soccer field. Right. Yeah. So like Pitch, soccer. Pitch. So like a real life version. Is that of, what you were saying? Yeah. I thought you were saying he was a British version of. of OK. Yeah. So real life version of. Yeah. Of, OK. I take that back. Um, Yeah. But like, I don't know. You see the picture? Yeah. I don't know. I just even so, for the the payoff of it was just Vinny Jones doesn't have a lot of charisma for being in a live venue. Yeah, I mean, I thought that when he made his appearance earlier because like he literally watched out and did like the next and I am not a crook. I'm like that was like his yeah. like power pose, and I was like, yikes, what a real fucking cheese dick you look like right now. Like, <laughs> hey, what is this? Yeah, like I'll say it was not emotional. It was the opposite of emotion. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like this match. It was not emotional. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, the, the, a lot of issues with this, with the storytelling in this match, because so Undertaker is who Vince is rooting for here, despite the fact that he and Kane shattered his ankle just a few weeks back. Um, Undertaker is fighting with Kane, despite the fact that like fighting alongside Kane at one point, despite the fact that Kane and Austin put him in a body bag and sent him off to a mental hospital recently. Um... And then mankind's just there. Yeah, I don't. I don't need to relitigate. The, I wrote this, pretty good match, but I don't know why. No, I think it's I mean, just because it's there like, were good people in like it. There, there's a bunch of awesome people in it, and there, there's a lot of energy to it. And the crowd there is going fucking nuts for everything that's going on. It's just everything falls apart with the slightest bit of scrutiny. Yeah, there's just no. There's no story here. It's like all these things are happening, but then this doesn't move the needle at all, and like nothing. What's yeah. different now after this that wasn't before? Because Vinny Jones wasn't a player before, and so he's not a player now. So like nothing has the like, status has we're, the status quo has not changed before and after this pay per view. I these, mean the, the, well, the only thing it's, uh, it's because it's a the only way the the status quo has changed is that Hebner has kind of defied Vince, Vince but I don't think that they're ever going to mention that again. But that's not going to you know what I mean? That, yeah, right. yeah, Earl Hebner yeah. kicks the boss man. I was like, that's weird. And then, like, there's this whole celebration between Earl Hevner, Vinnie Jones, and Steve Austin. I liked it. Yeah, I mean, it was... I liked it a lot. It was definitely be a PR stunt. It was definitely going to be, like, Vinnie Jones snapping a pic, drinking a beer at WWE with Stronghold Steve Austin. I mean, like, that's that's what they wanted. That's what they got. Yeah. But it wasn't... I don't think the wrestling was great. I don't think think the the spots were great. I I don't think the match told a great story. I think it was just sort of, like, fine. It was a fine match. I thought the encore, the encores that Steve Austin kept taking were kind of interminable. I was well, like, why are there five or ten more minutes? Buckle this? up, Buttercup, because that's something else you're gonna better get used to. 
They used to they used to really grind my gears. Like when I walking play. out, then walking back. Throw me another beer. Throw me another three beers. Like why? You're just just throw him the six pack, and then but also he the crowd him. is like. Ah, blah, 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 yep. And yeah. so am I. <laughs> they love it. They're I'm a it sucker. Up. I'm a sucker for it. So the other thing about this main event that's a sort of important to history is during this main event, Jim Ross has another Bell's palsy attack, um, and it was the stress, like it's the combined stress of like his mother dying and travel and all that stuff. So that happened during this, but he makes it through the whole show, despite like the pain and discomfort and everything he's in to is it so like i it's like a, i feel I like know it's 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 partial paralysis like paralysis. partial yeah, yeah. paralysis like half of your face basically yeah. oh but, but it makes it hard to talk and yeah. hard to like and all that stuff and so he's is that why be, vince jumped jumped on and was doing commentary i don't know if that's why in real time but uh, i don't think so because i bet that'd be part of the whole thing would be for vince to be out there with all the stooges um but jr makes it the rest of the night and he We'll be out for a little bit after this to recover. Yeah, I don't think he comes back until Mania. Yeah, so he's out for a bit. Damn. Oh, God. Wait, who takes his place? Michael Cole? Yeah. Because we already saw that starting on the, the clips we watched for Harker matches. Oh, maybe. Yeah. And that's Capital Carnage, my friends. All right. One more thing to do. For years, WWE hosted a yearly award show called the Slammy Awards. And we end each episode of Hell in a Cell Phone with our own version of the Slammies in a segment we call For Your Reconsideration. I'll go first. I'm going to go with the Must Be the British Spelling Award to the uh, definite jabroni in uh, the Rock versus X-Pac match who was wearing a, or holding up a sign with jabroni with an arrow pointing to him. Only he spelled it G-E-B-R-O-N-I. I'm going to... I have a theory about the British. The Mr. Gabroni? <laughs> I have a theory about the British, which is that I don't think they're very literate. Like, if you think about but that's where literature comes from, Eric. If you think about how British people yeah, tell that to Dante. If you think about how British people pronounce words, <laughs> Italian Dante. That's <laughs> not what I meant. Chaucer, so Dickens, Shakespeare. Chaucer. Oh, you mean <laughs> Virgil? If you look at how British people pronounce words, they always pronounce words as if they're like sight reading it. Like, like, um, they'll, they'll be like defamatory. And you're like, you mean defamatory? Like, it's just like they're like, oh, defame, defame, defame. Like, there's a, no, I have, I have examples. Like, no, it's true. Like, there's advertisement and whatever. Yes, advertisement. But you know that they can look at us and say the, the same thing. And they can look at us and be like, it's weird that they're sight reading every word. They say them all wrong. <laughs> No, no, because it's, it's, wrong it's like you. they say advertisement. Yeah. The reason, no, but we're saying it because it makes sense because I-S-E makes eyes, but they're just like advertisement. And like, but it makes that sense in American pronunciation, like American English. Pronunciation. <laughs> pronunciation. But that's like you mean like they drive on the wrong side of the road. It's like they well, it's not, also do it's that. It's not wrong to them. And, and, <laughs> it's just wrong from our also, when are they going to get money? <laughs> they deal in weight? <laughs> so dumb. I like that Bobby's like, listen, I have to set Eric straight on this. <laughs> he, for some reason, he doesn't realize that he's, that he's very uh, American-centric <laughs> in his outlook on life. Anyway, I like your, I like your uh, <laughs> award. <laughs> What'd you get, Your award. <laughs> uh... 
I uh, I gave the Cialis Award. Whoa. Cialis? Cialis Award to the to the Depends where you're at <laughs> you're right now, actually. So I, I was sight reading it. Um I, I give the Cialis Award to the hard cam, which was not oh, very yeah. hard. It was that hard cam was not hard at all. It was like there was sh- it was shaking in so many different oh, yeah. times. I was like, this is this thing needs to be strapped in a little bit better. I agree. Like, are they like fucking like jumping up and down and like causing that? It's that... soccer shit. <laughs> yeah, probably they're yeah. like stomping. Yeah, there was a section in RFK Stadium down in DC where um, you got enough people jumping there, you would literally see it bow and bend. Isn't that like what happened uh, when those when those like soccer fans died? Because you know that the like the you're never you'll never walk alone. Isn't that song about like the soccer fans who died because of? Uh, a stampede or something. Um, the, I don't know that song. It's at the end of um, it's at the end of that Pink Floyd song. Which Pink Floyd? Song? Um, Fearless is the song on Metal by Pink Floyd, uh, and it's "You'll Never Walk Alone" is at the end, and y- yeah, you can kind of hear it. I don't know that song or that yeah. album. Is that uh, is that Sid Barrett era? No, Sid Barrett. Sid Barrett era is like one album and one song. Okay, I mean, I don't. So is that? That's post Roger Waters then. Current one? No, it's Roger Waters. Is it? Yeah, metal. It's like met M E D D L E. Yeah. It's oh. Like, I think it's before Dark Side. I don't know. It's good. All right, you should listen to it. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna give my slammy for, and we'll never forget this summer, ever to Billy Gunn Undertaker for matching eyebrow rings. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't noticed Billy Guns until this one when he was in that really close, uh, awkward hug with Mark Henry. I was like, "You too?" No, we talked about it last time when we said we said maybe they they took a trip together. God damn it! <laughs> Why don't I ever have? I have no memory. I smoked too much weed, you guys. I'm sorry. It's because you watched the Fatal Four Way and it mind erased you. It did fuck? Hold on. Wait, wait. I'm but, sorry. I'm so good. I'm gonna stick it. Love us? Disagree? Want to send a beloved footballer after us? Let us know. Email us at hellinacellphone at gmail.com. Get updates on Facebook or Twitter at Pod or tweet at us individually. Eric at Prime Silver, Bobby at Bobby Hank, and Aaron at Slow Pass. Our theme song is There Are Traitors in Our Mitts by Disco Vietnam, and our art is by Alexis Yadney. Find links for both in our episode notes. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll be back again for Rock Bottom in Your House almost out of uh, in your houses oh, oh no it's the, it's the housing crisis <laughs> <laughs> I think there's only two left I'll, I'll miss them <laughs> I mean they're gonna be the same exact thing just without in your house <laughs> I'll be out of your house <laughs> outhouse <laughs>